Welcome back, everybody, to the Living Jewishly podcast. We will do a halacha review on the next halacha, dealing with washing hands. Last week, we talked about waking up in the morning and the proper way to wake up Jewishly. Today, we're going to talk about the first thing we do after we wake up is wash our hands. When one wakes up in the morning, they are considered a new creation. We wash our hands for two reasons. When we sleep, any sleep that's 30 minutes or more, our holy, lofty soul departs from our body and leaves our body with an impure spirit. Upon waking, the impurity leaves our body except from our fingers. Our sages tell us in the Talmud that sleep is a 60th of death. We want to take that impurity out of our fingers, off our fingers. The second reason is like just like the high priest, we wash our hands from a vessel upon arising before performing the service of Hashem. We get up every day to serve Hashem, to do the will of Hashem. Before we get into that, we wash our hands just like the priests. The priests in the Holy Temple, before they did their service, they washed their hands. And the hands of man are busy and may have touched an unclean part of the body during sleep. And therefore, our sages tell us a third reason why we wash our hands as well. So what's the proper practical way to wash our hands? Number one, you fill up a vessel, a washing cup with water. Number two, you lift it with the right. We know we do all mitzvahs with our right hand. We lift it with the right hand and we pass it to our left. And then we wash once on the right hand. And the hand means from the wrist to the end of the fingertips. And then once on the left hand. And we do this three times in an alternating way. So it'll be right, left, right, left, right, left. And then we recite the blessing of Al Nitilat Yadaim with no interruption of talking. We remember last week we mentioned that you can't recite Hashem's name till you wash your hands. Here you go. Now that you washed your hands, you can recite the blessing and say Hashem's name. What is that blessing? Baruch Ata Ado. Nai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kideshanu B'Mitzvotav, V'Tzivanu Al Netilat Yadayim. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the Universe, who has sanctified us with His commandments and has commanded us regarding washing the hands. That's the blessing. And now just a few more laws regarding this washing. Before washing hands, one should avoid walking more than eight feet because you don't want to carry around that impure spirit with you or reciting any blessings or name of Hashem. And a man, a male who wears tzitzis on a four-cornered garment should not recite the blessing till after washing the hands. Prior to washing hands, one should avoid touching the mouth, the nose, your nostrils, eyes, ears, rectum, If one is cleaning themselves, foods, don't touch any foods, scabs or cuts, as the unclean spirit can damage these. Allah guides us. Your hands are not clean. They're impure. They can have a negative effect on any of those that are touched before washing them. Hands should be washed with clean water from a clean vessel and by human force. So that means you find a clean cup, not one that has coffee in it, not one that has anything else in it. You clean the cup. Make sure it's it's clean and make sure it's clean water that hasn't been used and and that you pour it with human force, not just, you know, have water drip on it from a sink. 
After washing the hands, one should wash their face and rinse their mouth with water. You know, clean out the stale saliva and dry your face very well. The halacha says that not doing so, not drying your face very well, can damage your skin. The used water is unclean, it's impure, and should therefore not be touched or reused for any purpose. The halacha also states that you should not pour that used water on the floor where people will step on it. You don't want to have that impure, unclean water on people's shoes or on people's feet. One should clean their body, use the facilities prior to starting the day. And there are a few exceptions that we need to talk about. In pressing situations, for example, if someone is in a hotel, someone's on a camping trip and they're in a tent and there's no water for them, they don't have any water bottles, they're out of water, they're going to get to the marketplace later, they're going to get to a store where they'll be able to buy water. Right now, they don't have any water. They're getting up, they're in their tent, out in the middle of uh, Wyoming, and now what are they going to do? So one may use any water, any utensil, and no human force if they don't have. If you're stuck in a hotel and they don't have any clean water, they shut off the water main. I was once in a hotel and they shut off the water main. They came knocking at the door at like 6 o'clock. They said there was something wrong and they turned off the water. There was no water to be used. Now, the only water you have is water that you drank from, let's say, from a water bottle. Can you use that water? You can use any water if you don't have any then you can use any water, any utensil, and you're typically not supposed to wash your hands from a water bottle. You're supposed to use an actual vessel. Okay, you don't you don't have any other choice. You can do you can do that. If no water is available, one may use a towel or cleaning cloth. Later, when water becomes available, one should rewash without the blessing of Alnitilasiadaim. If no proper vessel is available, one may use any utensil and even dip hands into a, a flowing river or a pond, a brook, and even into snow three times. Again, these are exceptions where you don't have actual water in a, in a uh, vessel. You can put your hands into a river or a, a lake three times, and that would count as if you washed your hands. If one wakes up in the middle of the night, they should wash their hands and only recite the blessing of al Yadayim if they don't plan on going back to sleep. If you're going back to sleep, then you don't need to recite that blessing at that time. When you wake up to stay up for the day, then you'll recite the Al-Nitil after washing your hands again if it's more than a 30-minute sleep. Activities that require washing of the hands after performance include waking up in the morning, leaving the bathroom or bathhouse, clipping or, or cutting your nails, that also means if you uh, file the nails also, it's a, it's a form of uh, cutting the nails, and that would require washing hands as well. Haircut, someone gets a haircut, someone shaves, uh, touching shoes, marital relations, scratching one's head or hair, delousing garments, touching skin on a usually covered part of the body, bloodletting, donating blood, you have to wash your hands after that and leaving a cemetery and or a funeral. So one who participates in a funeral uh, or someone who goes to a cemetery, on your departure from that from that area, you need to wash your hands. You're in a, a place of impurity. All of these things, you wonder, the halacha, hundreds of years ago, before we had a CDC and before we had the National Institute for Health, and before we had all of these other precautionary medical reasons for all of this, the halacha already foresaw and understood 
the importance for carrying ourselves in a clean fashion and making sure, ensuring that we are hygienically conscious. Aside for being spiritually conscious, the halacha goes into great detail. We'll see next week another area of halacha where we'll discuss in great detail as well how to properly live Jewishly. So my dear friends, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy this podcast and please join us again next week.